Really glad you stopped by. You probably heard this guy's name when he was on Tucker Carlson several times, but I know you've heard his name in the past week because of a video he did over on Twitter. It is uh, Chadwick Moore. He's the author of Tucker. Hey, Chadwick, you, you broke Twitter the other day. How are you, first of all? Hey, I'm doing all right. How about yourself? I'm doing very well. Really glad that you made some time today. So I'm floating around. Of course, I know who you are. I used to watch Tucker every night. I think you're great. Um, and, and the, the information you brought on his show was wonderful. I had no idea you were working on a biography of the man. When you do that, do you work with him? Do you do it independently and then pass it by him afterwards? How does that work? So this is a, it's an independent biography. It's not an authorized biography. So an authorized biography would be when the subject reaches out, they select a writer, they have total control. Right. Um, this is independent. So, you know, a publisher came to me and said, we want to do this book about Tucker and we want you to write it. And I approached Tucker and he was just like, sure, fine, great. <laughs> uh, he gave me, uh, you know, total access over the last year, I mean, to, to his life and his friends and his family. And um, he hasn't seen a word of the book. He doesn't know what's in it. He hasn't asked to. Uh, he actually said to me he hates reading things about himself, so he probably won't read it. But um, he, uh, you know, he's um, been great, and it's been wonderful getting to know him over the last year to write about his world and his life and, and who he is. Go and pre-order the book now. It's TuckerTheBook.com. TuckerTheBook.com. It's Chadwick Moore. Uh, he is the author. You know, we saw that video historically now, famously now, of him fishing in New York. And some guy walking up to him, some independent guy who just likes to video people for social media. And I think the guy had like 3,000 followers and he was really excited about it. He had no idea who Tucker Carlson was. But Tucker was just a cool, normal, regular guy. I've had him on my show. When he started his show on Fox, he came on. And I found him to be a normal, regular guy. Even when he knew that we weren't on yet. Just very nice, very gracious. He, he's not the right-wing nutjob that the left tries to make him out to be. He's certainly not a Nazi, not a white supremacist. He's not even MAGA, to be honest with you. He's just a conservative guy that believes in our civil rights that, that were you know, procured by God and protected by that document that we all hold so dear. Did you find him to be the same exact guy that I just said, or am I making that up? Yeah, that's, that's really well put, uh, the, the, exactly as you described it. And also, he's just he's very interesting. He's very, very funny. Yes. Uh, he's super high energy, but he also has a very deep and rich um, personal life and spiritual life and life outside of politics and his job. You know, his, li- his world is not politics, you know, which would make him kind of a bore. You yes. know, he, that's his job. And although he does care deeply about these things, he... He cares about other things equally as well. And, and that shows, and I think that also keeps him sane. And I think that also keeps him to be an everyday normal guy who just loves, he, I mean, he certainly loves people. Uh, he loves, he loves uh, conversing more than anything. I mean, he's, he's, a writer, he's, for, he's a writer's dream, someone like me, because he just loves to talk and he's so entertaining. And you can just, you know, drop a word and then an hour later he'll still be talking about it and it'll be gone <laughs> completely somewhere else. So for someone like me, it's writing a book about him, that's a wonderful subject to have. But, you know, he just cares about things that aren't necessarily what his enemies in particular would expect. And they're going to hate to find out if they ever read this book. You know, he cares deeply about nature and, and the planet, which is not, of course, to say the climate change hoo-ha. Right. Uh, and um, he has such a, a wonderful relationship with his wife and with his children. And that was really something wonderful and special to see. It's uh, Chadwick Moore. He's the author of the book called Tucker that's coming out in July. You can pre-order it now, TuckerTheBook.com, TuckerTheBook.com. What sort of insight did you get into what restrictions he might have faced at Fox? And here's what I mean. I saw when he aired that January 6th video, 
how explosive it was and how it basically got the QAnon shaman, you know, out of uh, out of prison into a halfway house. And then he never showed any more video. He showed the same video that he showed over a few more times, but he had 14,000 hours at least that, that his staff was looking through and they never showed any more. I got the feeling, and you may not have insight into this, but maybe you do. I got the feeling he was told by somebody above him, don't show any more of that video. You can't show any more of the video. I mean, what he was doing was groundbreaking journalism that we all should have seen two years earlier, and he exposed the fact that somebody was railroaded. A military veteran was railroaded on January 6th into something he didn't do. Do you have any inside information? Was there pressure for him not to show any more of that video? From So I do know that there was... So we talked about this a lot, and I asked about pressure. And so, for example, for something like the war in Ukraine, where where this was after he was fired, because I've interviewed him a couple times. I'm sorry, not fired. After his show was taken off the air, I've interviewed him right. a couple times since then and about if any of these reasons were why. And um, he doesn't believe so, You know, at least from Fox. You know, he told me that something like, like the war in Ukraine, he said that he... Uh, you know, the Murdochs are very pro Zelensky and uh, they were happy to disagree. And they told him very much, especially when he's taking a lot of heat for criticizing the war, that uh, they basically said, you can do whatever you want. And he said he was always grateful to, to work under people who let him disagree. Now, when it comes to January 6th, you know, I do, I've seen his final monologue that he was going to read on air on April 24th, uh, before the show was pulled off. Right. And it was about January 6th. It was about Ray Epps. What I understand about the January 6th tapes is, and I understand why people are suspicious of this and they and they ought to be, but from what I understand and from what his producers told me is they really didn't find a ton in those tapes and whether okay. that means they were more um, withheld, but they, they were, they put out a lot of stuff that they had. I don't know if they had a lot more, but they didn't tell me they had a lot more bombshells and that's okay. just what a producer told me with that. You know, you said that in your video the other day, and by the way, it's Chadwick Moore. He's the author of Tucker. Go to TuckerTheBook.com, TuckerTheBook.com. Pre-order it right now. It comes out in July. Um, in the video, you actually talked about his monologue on the, on the show he was going to do. My question immediately was, and I'm a former TV news anchor. I don't know that anybody ever checked my scripts before I went on, but did somebody in New York or Washington get to see that and get to know he was going to go after Ray Epps again, who, by the way, we should all be going after. Who the hell is Ray Epps? I don't know. We have to figure that out. Did somebody know that? Did somebody see that and say, no, you can't do that? Or was this something that bubbled up all day and they finally said before he went on the air, you can't do this? Well, he uh, sent it to his producers who he normally would have sent his script to. Right. Uh, And they're a very tight team and he's never had any of them betray him or anything like that. Whether then it got out to someone higher up, I do not know and they do not know. But he, you know, as he normally would have sent it to the usual people and say, this is what I'd like to talk about tonight. You know, I have the, the, I've seen the sort of a, the rare, the, the rough draft version where he has kind of notes in there to the people who would see it. Right. Uh, so whether someone else in between saw that, I don't know. But he, his team was very tight and no one ever really betrayed him. Uh, but whether that was um, could have gotten out some other way, I, I, I do not know. And neither do they. Chadwick Moore, he's the author of Tucker. Go and uh, pre-order it now, TuckerTheBook.com. Uh, I found it to be very interesting that they kept on releasing these videos. Fox is pretending that they well, cease and desist as if they weren't the ones leaking it to Media Matters. But what did Tucker, how do you, first of all, how do you feel when, when you saw those? How did Tucker feel as these were being released? Because I, as a fan of his and somebody lucky enough to have interviewed him once, I thought it made him look even more human. What did he think about those videos that were released on the internet all the time? Yeah, it really endeared him even more, if yeah. that's even possible, to his fan base. You're right about that. It didn't have quite the desired effect. What he got upset about, and I did ask him about that, was what he – I don't think he cared on it about the videos because I think he probably felt the same way that we did. Yeah. But he did get upset about the fact that Fox disparaged him to the New York Times and said something about he was fired because he was racist because of some tweet he sent, which was not racist at right. all. Right. Uh, 
So he, he did express hurt and confusion over that. He thought that was um, not fair and very uh, inappropriate of them to do that. Why kick him on the way out like that? So that did upset him. The videos he didn't seem to mind because there was really nothing in there to be upset about, I right. guess. No, no, without a doubt, it made him very human. And by the way, that, that the text that, that you're talking about, he literally in that text takes a humane look at somebody who's a disgusting person in Antifa. He literally says, somebody loves this person. As much as I like to see him get his ass kicked, somebody loves him, and there are people that would be very upset. Um, I wish that we could figure out some humanity here. So the beginning part of it was something about white people don't fight this way, but but at the, by the end of it, he's like somebody who's saying, this is a real person, no matter how how much I disagree with him politically. And it, make the, it made him look uh, even more real. Chadwick, I had the opportunity to talk to Megyn Kelly last week. I had her on the show. And she said the way she thinks his contract goes, and you may not know, um, is that it's, it's pay or play. Y- even if we don't put you on and you don't host the show, he's still going to get paid. Many were estimating $20 million a year, so it'd be $30 million over the, the remainder of his contract. In, in your conversations with him, is he willing to challenge that? Because they probably have some sort of massive non-compete. We can't possibly go into the next election without his voice. Is he prepared to, because he came out on Twitter, he said, come out on Twitter, we're going to be doing this very soon. Is he prepared to, to put everything on the line to, to make sure his voice and his image are still out there? So I have not seen the contract, but he is still getting paid. He's still an employee of Fox News. Yeah. and in fact, well, Which, the last which many I... people lied about, by the way. They said he was right. fired and he wasn't, right? No. And, 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 and some of still, I still slip up and say fired sometimes because it's just in your head, but that's not true. He is an right. employee. The last time I spoke to him was, a week or two ago, and he said, oh, I just got my paycheck this morning, his normal <laughs> well, paycheck. There you go. So there you go. Um, so possibly what I understand is that for some reason, Fox failed to include Twitter in his non-compete, and that is why, among other things, like Elon taking over, right. Twitter is so attractive to him. Uh, so they are doing going forward with the show on Twitter. They just told me that very recently. Uh, and if it works out, if they like the product that Twitter is unrolling, which is which is this new X video service, then they'll stay there. And if not, they might take it somewhere else. What I understand is that, tw- that Twitter, for some reason, Fox didn't think to include it in their non-compete, which is why Tucker was able to release those videos on his account, which he did. Very, very interesting. There was a rumor, and it's Chadwick Moore. Get this book, uh, TuckerTheBook.com. Go there and pre-order TuckerTheBook.com. He's writing the book, Tucker. Um there was a rumor that he and Don Lemon, who he called Don Lemon, and made fun of ruthlessly every night, uh, that they're they're somehow in collusion. They're working together to see how they can get these big bad media, um, you know, mighty media masters. Uh, is that is that even possible that he's actually talking with Don Lemon about a future? I I don't believe so. I don't I don't think so at all. I think that's a troll and a really funny <laughs> one at that. <laughs> but you know, think, maybe yeah. I would love like maybe just one hour of the. Would that be crazy? see wouldn't that be wonderful they would set all sorts of records so you put this video out the other day and you make the the connection to dominion now the dominion lawsuit i don't think mentioned tucker carlson maybe it did but um but but dominion came out as you mentioned earlier in this interview and said almost immediately nothing to do with us we did not call for that day it's not on us Uh uh-uh i think dominion wants to come out smelling like a rose but you're saying you've got inside information that you really trust that this was a part of that well, so more than one person who is intimately connected to the situation told me they had direct knowledge that that is the reason why. And they said they're very assured that that's the reason why. So that's what I can report. Uh, and it's it's interesting if you look at Domin- so Dominion has denied that they did not have any conditions about T- right. Tucker Carlson's employment at Fox. That's interesting language because uh, well, they are telling the if, if this theory is true. They are telling the truth in that statement because he is still, in fact, employed. So uh, you can, you know, silencing someone but still employing them is still a thing. You know what I mean? Uh, yes. So this is this is what I've heard, and this is what uh, from more than one source. 
Um, one of my there was a, a video leaked an under an undercover video um, on Twitter of a Fox producer saying the same thing. That producer is not one of my sources. I don't know who he is. And uh, you know, other people have when other people started saying this in the news, this was this had been reported uh, before I made my video. I had already heard this before those stories came out. So that's all I can say yeah. from what I understand. Very very interesting. Do, do you think Fox had any clue that they were standing to lose six hundred fifty million dollars in value just by making that move? I mean. The, if they saw that, could they just gave up seven hundred eighty-seven million the week before, and all of a sudden they're going to lose another six seven hundred million by dropping their star? There's no way they could have anticipated that, or or did they? You're you're correct. I mean, this is this is a really great question because the first thing people wonder is why would Fox give them this scalp when he was uh, so popular, and so powerful, and and what? And I asked this, of course, to my sources, and what they said was that these executives. And these people who made the decision are, this is their words, that they are so completely out of touch with their audience that they literally thought getting rid of Tucker was as if they got rid of Harris Faulkner and outnumbered. They didn't understand that his brand was as powerful, if not more powerful than their brand. And they sort of reasoned, well, we got rid of O'Reilly. We got rid of Megyn Kelly. We're always fine. We, the viewers are upset for a moment. They always come back. We're Fox. We're invincible. Tucker's not bigger than us. That is what my source said was, was going through their heads. And they just completely didn't know that Tucker was this uh, a movement. He was not just a TV show host and that he brought in people who don't normally watch cable news, particularly in the 18 to 45 year old demographic and a lot of Democrats who would never normally watch yeah. Fox News. Well, well, well Chad, it leads to the next question. It's such a, a natural progression. How did he do it? Here's a guy that we remember from the bow tie on Crossfire. Here's a guy that we knew was part of Fox for a while. And then when, when it was time, he gets the show at, at eight o'clock. How did he make this audience in six years willing to run through a building for him? I think because he, you know, everything he talks about in this show, he deeply cares about. And yeah. it's a connection he has with the audience. You can't, there's topics that he covers that no other cable news coach could get away with. Like when he talks about something like architecture, Sean Handy can't talk about architecture because he doesn't care about architecture. Right. He doesn't care about beauty. He doesn't care about nature. But Tucker really does care about these things, and it shows, and he won't talk about something unless he cares. And, you know, he, his background comes from uh, journalism, from writing, and he was a, a beautiful writer. I think that, you know, the, his success completely comes from this connection he has and really just the breadth of the things that he actually – his his passion for life, you know, which he, he has, a, a huge girth of a passion. And it really um, bleeds out from the screen into the audience. Um, you know, that's really the only explanation I can come, come, come to. Yeah. No, I agree with everything you just said. And on top of that, I would add this. He was talking about the realness of these stories and not fluffing around the outsides because he was afraid of something. He never really seemed to be shuddering in his boots. Uh, and so I'm going to take a chance with my career and tell you this. He'd just come out and say, these people are lying. Here's the lie they're telling. Here's why it's a lie. Here's why you should not believe them. And then don't believe me either. Go and, and go and fact check what I'm saying. He, he seemed to be unafraid. And I wonder if there were people in his ear along the way saying, you're pushing it, you better watch it, you're teetering. <laughs> Do you think that was going on and he just didn't care? Oh, for sure. I mean, there were certainly a couple times that they were genuinely worried that the show was going to get pulled off the air because of content or something he said. But then they always survived that. And uh, and they always kind of had clever ways of, of smoothing it over with um, the executives who they thought might be upset. But um, he always had uh, creative control over his show. No one was looking over his shoulder and saying, you can't say this or can't say that. I'm pretty sure that was probably a part of his contract as well. Right. So he really had free reign to say whatever he wanted. And and, and that came through on the air, as as you uh, rightfully pointed out. Yeah. 
So uh, this thing, this is all a confluence that's happening before the book comes out. This works out very well for you. Works out very well for us, the consumer of all things Tucker. Um, he must be happy about the timing as well. He can't be happy that a show is not on and he's got to do something in a different format. But but the fact that this is all coming out together, this has to be. This is going to make Fox's loss of six hundred fifty million look pale in comparison. I would think to a, the amount of money he's going to bring to whatever platform he lands on. Does that make sense? Yeah, I mean, he he could start a whole, uh, you know, a whole channel of his own. He and really be could. Totally fine, and have complete yeah. programming. In fact, they tried to do that at Fox, and Fox didn't see what they had, and they instead gave him two shows on Fox Nation because they thought Fox Nation was going to be the future. When originally, everyone at Fox knew they were getting ready to perhaps launch a Tucker Channel, which would have been would have competed with Fox. Yes. Uh, but they, as I said earlier, they just didn't understand what they had on their hands. So they're probably a little worried about it now. This seems to be very different than getting rid of any other host that they have in the past. Going to sound like a dumb question, and I'm almost out of time, but if they wanted to, because they still employ him, could Fox say, hey, we're putting the show back on tonight, man. We screwed up. I mean, I suppose they could, but the, I guess you'd have to, well, you know, you have lawyers involved with that. Right, There's just right. something in the contract that would prevent them from doing that. And would Tucker do that again? Who knows? I mean, at this point, it seems that there, there's a... Uh, no way to mend this divorce. <laughs> no, I, well, I can't wait to see what he does next. I can't wait to read your book. This is going to be amazing. Chadwick Moore, the book is called Tucker. Go to tuckerthebook.com, tuckerthebook.com. Follow Chadwick over on Twitter and everywhere else as well. Come back on the program again, would you? Uh, absolutely. Thanks for having me on. I appreciate having you on. We're back after this. Stay right here. Joe Pags. So he broke the internet the other day with that video about Dominion being involved in Tucker Carlson not being on the air right now. And uh, glad to have Chadwick Moore on today. Make sure you go to that uh, website, TuckerTheBook.com, and, uh, and and go ahead and sign up for it. I think it comes out like July 18th. So going to try to have him on again before the book actually comes out. But really great information, inside information that we're all starving for. If you're a fan of Tucker Carlson like I am, you want to know more. Uh, and we, we're getting just bits and pieces. Really great to talk to him for a while. Make sure you go follow him as well over on Twitter, at Chadwick underscore uh, Moore, M-O-O-R-E. And uh, lots more coming next hour, including Sheriff Mark Lamb. And how do you pronounce Stephen Mnuchin? Carrie, Stephen Mnuchin. Yeah, Mnuchin. Yeah, okay. mm-hmm. Some don't agree. Keep it here. <laughs> this is the Joe Pegg Show. <laughs> 